This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek and Eric here. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, why don't you kick us off with uh, the Take story off. that we have? Yeah. Yeah. We've got a few updates. Uh, still a lot unknown about what's happening at this time. Uh, the official cause of death has been released. We knew he had been hit in the head. That's what killed him. Uh, he was also struck in the torso into his arm. So he was hit multiple times yes. um, by just sort of random gunfire. We've seen the video. There are a lot of shots that are squeezed off in there a short are. period of time. It's unclear even if it was one gun that's firing multiple times or multiple guns. It sounds to my ear, having heard some of these videos over the years, that it, it sounds like multiple guns to me it, because it, it does. squeezing the trigger that quickly is very And it very seems difficult. like there's a little bit of overlap, so it seems like there was some gunfire exchanged. Yes. Um, we also know that uh, Quavo's assistant was hit. Uh, not fatally. He, he was taken to the hospital. Um but uh, also, there's in, in one He'll of the videos. He'll survive these wounds. He's he's recovering. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you do see in one of the videos uh, a person with a gun. We don't know if that's the person who struck takeoff. Right. Uh, please just say that's a person of interest at this moment. Uh, so. But you do see him in the video at some point holding the gun and then raising the gun. Not a yeah. good look. So he's definitely being looked at. Now, I lived. But in if Texas there were multiple guns firing, how does he? You know, maybe they can do ballistics tests. But even that might not prove. And there's a lot about ballistic tests because with ballistic tests, you need a gun. And yeah. it may be hard to find these weapons. Yes, we see it on video, but after this altercation, there were no cops who arrested people and confiscated guns. These guns could be long gone. They could and be at the bottom of the river. it's been a few days at this point. So. Yeah, and it's going to be a really difficult case to solve because there's a lot of chaos. You see this video. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I lived in uh, Houston, Texas for, for years. Everyone carries guns. It's very normalized Everybody there. in Texas does. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like California where it's an oddity to see someone yeah. who is not a, a, a law enforcement officer with a gun. It's very rare in California. It's very common there. So the fact that this guy had a gun uh, and raised it doesn't mean he was the person who, who killed Takeoff at all. It really just means it doesn't even necessarily mean he fired. You don't That's see right. him fire in the video. You just see he has a gun. Which is, like you said, not illegal there. No, not at all. And But people are just grasping. They want to understand. Takeoff was extremely important to the community. This, What you see in the video, to me, is heartbreaking because there is an altercation of sorts, but it's not a serious one. It doesn't, it doesn't sound seem it like... It to escalate to that. No, it is certainly not something of the order that would be worth lives being lost. There, there are some you know, sharp words back and forth. And then, then it seems like in the video that, uh, that uh, Quavo sort of wants to walk off and squash it. I yeah. mean, he sounds very calm relative to the... To the to the confrontation, he was not trying to get into an altercation. And then just the shots are fired, and and that moment, everything's lost. That's yeah. it. Those, those are permanent changes to a bunch of lives from a very very small altercation. It's it's tragic to it, me. This is what gun violence is. We were talking about it with Charlie Cotton, who's yeah. from Australia. He's like. We don't have these kind of confrontations. Someone may pull out a knife or a boomerang. I'm not even joking. They do carry <laughs> yeah. boomerangs there, but no one's going to die over it. And this yeah. is just this is a very distinctly and, American problem. And you know, we point. talk about like like senseless violence, and it really is in this case with takeoff. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He wasn't it does, it, from the video. It doesn't look like he's even really part of whatever the minor altercation was. No, he's part of an entourage. Just, you don't even just, hear him in it. He's just standing there. Yeah, he was just 
in in the wrong place. And and the, sort of a, a horde of people close close by each other and guns going off. It's just such a dangerous situation, yeah. right? Even if you're trying to fire a warning shot to spread people, that's even dangerous because it it, it cascades into into violence. And some people are not going to shoot into the air and they're going to point it at people. And I don't know. It, it's a it's a heartbreaking situation. Uh, we will learn more as time goes on. I'm not sure we'll ever know exactly which bullet fired that that took takeoff's life, but uh, it's it's just a very very sad situation. Very sad. Let's move on to uh, Elon Musk and AOC. There is a <laughs> a raging Twitter beef. This is, when when two trolls go after each other, it's amazing. It's it's fun to watch. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. They're both very good at Twitter. You know, a yes. lot of people speculated why did Elon Musk want Twitter? It's not a very good business. Doesn't make a lot of money. Uh, he overpaid for it even by his own yes. admission. But he loves it. He loves this product, and now he's the owner of the thing he loves most in the world, other than I would imagine electric cars and, and rockets. <laughs> I think it's he probably likes rockets better, but <laughs> he's really. Yeah. Into it, so. and he wants to start charging verified people. That's right. So after buying, uh, people were wondering, what's Elon Musk going to do with Twitter? Is he going to let Donald Trump back in? How is he going to make it into a business? Because now he privately owns it. It's his problem. Uh, one thing that is sort of been lost amidst this is it's very heavily leveraged. You know, he borrowed yeah. thirteen billion dollars from banks. Just the interest on that alone is about a billion dollars a year. So he's got to come up with a way to make cash, turn Twitter into a business that can at least service the debt. One thing he he floated out there was. I want to charge people $20 a month, but then he went to $8 a month for the blue verification checkmark. Yeah, so this is not for all users. That's right. It's, not still, for, it's still free just to be a, a normie. That's right. It's not necessarily, you don't have to be famous to have a blue checkmark, but what the blue checkmark conveys is that your your account is verified to be you. They've yes. done some extra digging to say that's not a bot, that is a person. It is verified. Uh, a lot of celebrities use it because it's sort of a status thing, well, but it's really... It, it is a status thing, but it is practical in some sense that if, if somebody starts tweeting somebody in person, a celebrity. Yes. Well, right away, you know it's not if it doesn't have the check mark. That's right. And it's not always celebrities. It could be like community leaders. There, there are That's people right. in small towns who have maybe a thousand followers who get verified because it's relevant to their job. And right. And people who are vulnerable to people copying them and, and yeah. sort of creating fake accounts to impersonate them. So the check mark does serve a purpose. He sees it as potentially a source of revenue and it addresses the problem that he said was at the core of why he wanted to buy Twitter, spam bots. He said Twitter is riddled with crypto scams and all this sort of spam nonsense that makes the user experience terrible. Yeah. I can fix that. And one of the ways he wants to fix it is by charging. Well, it's caused a lot of controversy because it's a free service uh, and the check mark is seen as a way to like help Twitter's business, why would the user have to pay yeah. for it? It's, it's it's a verification mark so that the users well, is, have a good experience. So it's funny, so, you know, of course AOC has her problems with Elon Musk for lots of reasons, yeah. but one, just the idea of billionaires just she's so put off by. So she goes after him. She initiated this. She, she fired did, the first shot. Because part of what Elon was saying by allowing you know people who've been banned from Twitter back onto it, he's like, it should be free speech, everyone should have this platform. So she laughs at, uh, quote, a billionaire earnestly trying to sell people on the idea that free speech is actually an $8 a month subscription plan. It's beautiful. So the f yeah. sh shots are fired. AOC is exceptionally good at Twitter. If you, if you follow her, she's quick-witted. Uh, she's she she is willing to scrap with anyone. Basically, people yeah. who tweet at her and she'll she'll get into it. She's kind of like the Elon of the left in a lot of ways in in their Twitter personas, at least. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're willing there are to get are, into the mix. Are good at Twitter. Good and at it. She is one of them who's good at it. So she makes a good quip. I, look, it's a, it's a good pot shot. Yeah, she that you're going to charge for free speech. Yeah, she wanted to poke him a little bit. Well, yeah. he took the poke and he said, "Your feedback's appreciated." Now pay eight dollars, um, yeah. which well, was his first tweet. Then they get into it. Then he started. Uh, he pulled up 
from uh, a grab from her website where she's selling a sweatshirt, an AOC sweatshirt for fifty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. So quite expensive. That is very expensive. So he's saying, look, you're monetizing your brand as well. Yeah. The AOC AOC is a brand at this point. Of course she's not she just is. a congresswoman. She is a an idea and a concept, and people yeah. really celebrate her. So and she's, she's selling- charging you sixty bucks for a sweatshirt. But she has a rejoinder. But then she comes right back again. She goes, my workers are union, make a living wage, and have full health care. Uh, and then she says that uh, she seems to have gotten under a certain billionaire's skin. She is the gadfly of conservatives because she says these things and she's able to sort of pivot. Like Elon's Elon's play here is right out of a textbook. It's like, okay, you're going to call me a hypocrite because I'm into free speech, but I'm charging. I'm going to call you a hypocrite because you're a big redistribution of wealth and you're charging 60 bucks a sweater. So right. they're really like meeting each they other. They both have on, some solid points. They've got some solid points against <laughs> each other and they know how to play the game well. Um and uh, she, she, I think she wins this battle. I mean, as good as Elon is, he's he's sort of got bigger fish to fry than to get too far into this. So he sort of backs away at this point. She says, just a reminder that money will never buy your way out of insecurity, folks, yeah. which is just the, the coup de grace. Yeah. He's already standing there. You're he's an insecure defeated. nerd is what she calls him at the end. Like she goes right for like the, the deep psychological hurts there. And I and, call it like I said, I'm no big AOC fan. I don't think her policies are are good yeah. for the country. So just to be, you know, full disclosure, but I call it like I see it. And in this Twitter battle right here, AOC won. This I is mean, not a political thing. This is purely no. just two trolls. This is King Kong and Godzilla going after each other. And and who wins at the end? Now I'll tell you what I think is she won this battle. I think Elon wins the war. What has happened to Twitter since his acquisition is Twitter's really in the news. Elon has had Twitter beefs. He's talked about the eight dollars subscription, which is sort of floating a test balloon of an idea. He gets all this free market data. How is this going to be received? He floats yeah. it out there in the news. Uh, AOC comments on it. The news media has said, like, oh, we'll never do it. He's sort of seen how this will be received and whether it will work as a business model. I think he'll try it. Remember, this is just his toy now. He's definitely going to try that. And Twitter and- is his toy. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to ask a board. He owns the whole thing. Everyone needs to understand he doesn't have any shareholders he's beholden to. He just owns the, it. But he's, he is, and this is why I think partly also AOC kind of wins this battle because it's been a bad look for Elon. Everybody knows he overpaid. He said it. Mm-hmm. And Twitter, I think it's lost a lot of users since he took over. And a lot of the people that he was going to unban and bring back haven't really come back, at least not right. yet. And he's going to start charging people. And then it's not, a, you know, people are already starting to think if he's going to start charging this much for verification, at what point does it just become five bucks a month just to be on Twitter? Right. And then it's a pay service. And then people and it just sort leave of feels and very different. It doesn't feel like the town square. You don't pay to go the, to the town the, square. The, 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 I think the vibe against Twitter is kind of bad right now. Yeah. It's getting a lot of press, but it's not great press. So but, he's got an uphill battle, and she's. Let me ask you. You use Twitter, right? I think people use somewhat. Twitter differently. I I uh, I occasionally post, but I also just mostly follow. I use it as sort yeah, of I a don't news feed. A I like to look at this kind of stuff. I like to sort of rubberneck uh, yeah. Twitter beefs, but not really participate in them. Uh, That's the thing in Twitter. I don't think people are going to leave if Donald so Donald Trump coming back is the big idea. Would you leave Twitter if Donald Trump comes back? I don't think there's many people who are like, I won't, leave, I won't participate in this forum if Donald Trump comes back. There's a, a parade of other horribles but that I, think I might leave. He hasn't even come back yet. I think a lot of people have already left. Yeah, there, there's just rage quit. Yeah, or just they like said, just like it, over it. Gross. And I think people in general, independent of Elon, were getting kind of tired of Twitter. I think that's right, and and because it's exhausting, it's the most negative place. That's right, and he's not into content moderation; he's more into free speech. But if you don't moderate, it could become just not even a hellscape of bad ideas, but like a lot of scammy stuff that looks like spam that you don't know what you're reading, and it, the user experience is terrible if you're getting nothing but Dogecoin scams. And that's right? what it's it is. Not like even you, you, the if you click on in, like almost any you know big comment on Twitter, you know, it'll show a couple of replies and it's mm-hmm. like, show more replies. If you ever click on that, it's always, 
I made this much last month. It's it's always just spam and fake. And By crap. the third and, comment, yes. And that's the thing. it's not even a matter of rage quitting. It's boredom quitting. Like yeah. I'm I'm tired of seeing this. I don't want it anymore. He's got to fix that. Pay for the check mark. He's going to fix it. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right, let's move on. Uh, this is fascinating to me. So Kyrie Irving um, was in a bit of hot water. He, he's oh, a, yeah. he is a very a sort of talented superstar on the Brooklyn Nets, which is a, the basketball team in Brooklyn. That's a key point of this story. He posted on his Twitter um, a link to a movie that's on Amazon Prime that is very controversial. It's I think it was called From Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. This is a movie that I haven't seen personally, yeah. but is based on a book that has lots and lots of... Uh, Anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic uh, tropes yeah. uh, and, and and sort of a it's trying to take a historical perspective on anti-Semitism that uh, is also quite dangerous. We'll just put it that way. Sure. So a lot of these views have been debunked, but it, it is not it is not a rageful sort of approach. It's sort of a historical approach that is that was appealing to to uh, Kyrie. Well, he and, watched it and he retweeted it. Yeah. And uh, not it, much commentary. By no. The way. And got called out for that. People ask, like, why are you promoting this? And he got very defensive. I was like, I was, I was. Just, he said, what is promoting? I'm not just, promoting it. I just posted it, which that is promoting it. It is. And also, I, I hate when people say, well, what do you mean? Well, on your platform to millions of viewers, you put out there a movie that is highly controversial with no context. If you had told me, Kyrie, I liked this aspect of the movie, but I know it's problematic, I would have had a different view of Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. If you just sort of put it out there and say, like, hey, uh, one to watch this weekend. I don't know what you liked about it. And my yeah. assumption and, is and, that you like the bad part. And then the idea is that you're driving people to see this. Yes. So he got a lot of flack for that. Uh, some fans sat courtside with fight anti-Semitism t-shirts. So, uh, so, some Orthodox Jewish yeah, they fans. Had the big on. community. Because Brooklyn is one of the biggest Orthodox populations on Earth. Certainly on, in America. On Earth. You know, so I looked this up. The population, the Jewish population in New York is 1.1 million. Mostly in, in Manhattan and Brooklyn. The Jewish population of Jerusalem is 500,000. Just yeah. to give you a sense of the scale yeah. of this, it is a huge Jewish population. So, so he got all this backlash. He kind of refused to back down from it. Got very defensive about it in a, in a press conference. Mm-hmm. Now has come out with the non-apology apology and is donating half a million dollars to anti-defamation uh, groups. Yes. What do you think of So in the pre-Kanye world, this was the playbook, right? Yes. You say something hateful, you backtrack, you donate to the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, or some sort of support Whatever. group. You say, I'm learning. Nick Cannon did the same thing. Yeah. He met with rabbis when he said, some, he said, I was ignorant. I didn't understand all the history. And now I'm falling on the sword and want to learn more. Um, it always, it never seems super sincere but I think the gesture is absolutely necessary to play on the nets, first of all. The well, fan and that's, base. that's a part of it is why I'm a little suspicious of all this. So he's giving yeah. $500,000, uh, a donation that is matched by the Brooklyn Nets themselves. And he and the team together have decided this, which means— It's a learning experience. They went in <laughs> yeah, holding hands. the team hands. was like, what are you doing? This is a horrible press. We have to fix this. 
And now, he... now you're saying like it, it has the whiff of insincerity, which I agree with you. I still think sort of it's an opportunity for learning. Look, you know, it's better to go this route where you get an insincere apology and five hundred thousand dollars donated, and Kyrie at least has to sort of fall on his sword, than the Kanye route where he just, just sort of doubles down and double, goes on triple, news programs. down. It's the difference between working for a company and being someone like Kanye, who is a brand and a company. Now, Kanye, you're getting to see the full flowering of. He lost his deals, but he's still worth four hundred million dollars. Let's say so. He's just doing what he wants. He, do you kind of prefer unleashed. like? Well, if you really believe these things, then believe it. Yeah. Don't don't believe it and then act like you don't. Right. And just think you can buy your way out of it. And and you know he was at risk of losing his job. The Nets would be in a position where they kind of had to trade him at least. And what other team is going to want the baggage of Kyrie Irving? So, really, just from this tweet, things were starting to crumble in the way that they started to crumble for Kanye. But Kanye just like barreled ahead yeah. and said, "Okay, Adidas deal gone, Balenciaga partnership ah, doesn't matter. I'm fine. I've got enough money in the bank." I'm not sure Kyrie wanted to lose everything in an instant and said, "Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Here's five hundred grand. I <laughs> yeah, still want to be a, billion, Kyrie a millionaire." Put out a player. new album to get people back into him. But uh, speaking of Kanye, yeah. Now let's go to the, the not the even man, the anti-Semitism. Let's go to the other big uh, one of the big controversies Kanye's had: the White Lives Matter shirt that he wore. That a lot of people were very unhappy about that. And he's trying to sell. And he was going to sell it. Yep. And it turns out now he cannot sell it because the Check copyright. Me. I love this. the uh, The copyright to merchandise the White Lives Matter shirt turns out is already owned by two black men. Yes. Uh, it is two radio hosts, Ramses Ja and Quentin Ward. They have a, a racial justice radio show called Civic Cipher. So when the Kanye thing happened uh, last month, an anonymous listener of their show... Immediately a, went to the USPTO. Yeah, yeah did a little uh, due diligence there and found out that for all the promoting of this Kanye had been doing, he hadn't copywritten it. So, Which this, is incredible. Just insane. pause like, on that. This is what's breathtaking about Kanye. We think he's this impulsive guy, but maybe a genius businessman. He hadn't even trademarked the thing that he yeah. wanted to monetize. He hadn't even done it. He hadn't even yeah. done the, the tiny bit of legal legwork to actually make this a reality and complete his trolling because he's so impulsive. He probably yeah. just put it on that day and was like, let's see, let's go. And thought he'd figure it out after the figure fact. It out but after. this this person, this anonymous person, got the jump on him, and uh, they, they copyrighted it, and then they donated that to these two hosts, uh, and they are not going to, to monetize it. They're saying they want the copyright basically to prevent to other it. people from being able to sell it, specifically Kanye or anybody else. Because, yep. again, they have a, a racial justice show, so their thing is not promoting White Lives Matter and, and the concept of that. It's because, fascinating. It's fa so in, in intellectual yeah. property law, just so everyone knows, this is a very popular move. They, in, in patent law, you get a patent and then you squat on it. If you have a component of something that someone's going to need for their product, a, a process that you've patented, you have something very valuable that they need, and you can sometimes just squat on it. Sometimes you squat on it to sell it for a high price. Sometimes you squat on it to actually block them from doing yeah. it and keeping your crappier process alive. So they're doing something called like squatting. It's, it's it's perfectly legitimate. It's allowed. It's part of intellectual property. I've never seen it with trademarks, and it's actually yeah. pretty genius with the trademark to say like, this is such an ugly idea. I want to own it so I can never release it to the yeah. world. So um, nobody can use it. Because they said it. it's, it's relatively and, cheap. It's a couple hundred bucks. The host said something. they said you know for whatever you think of Kanye, he has a uh, they said uh, he has a bit of a zealot following, and every time he releases something, it sells out. So they knew if he started selling this shirt, you were going to see it. You were going to see a lot of it. Yeah. And 
it, it's going to be certain people who are going to be very proudly wearing that shirt. That's right. Now, people are some going to be... Some will be Kanye fans. Some will be other people. That's right. <laughs> now, I, I celebrate this move. I think it's great to like yeah. sort of win the legal game, own the trademark, and, and sit on it and never let it release. This is going to be very upsetting to a lot of people who are like, well, I want to wear and express views that I want to express, and this guy bought something, and now I can't have my freedom of speech. This has nothing to do with the freedom of speech. It's got nothing this to do with This is a of trademark for the term. You can go out on the street corner and yell white lives matter all you want uh you can't put it on a shirt and sell you can, it you that's can make a shirt yourself and you can make a shirt because yeah. they're probably not going to find it but but no. nobody can and sell you it haven't, and you haven't trademarked it so that's for the commerce like he didn't want this shirt sold you know yeah and 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 you can go home and make yourself a white lives matter shirt if you're that kind of jerk like go for <laughs> it and stand on the street corner but this is a checkmate too like i don't want kanye making money and lining his pockets selling this kind of garbage sentiment to the world yeah. and i think it's cool i really do i do too um, all right, let's move to our last story of the day, which is Johnny Depp, who we haven't talked about in a while, but for a, for you know a hot couple months, man, he was the Kanye West of this podcast. You would just talk about Johnny and Amber <laughs> yeah. every day because there was more news about the trial and and the fallout. Well, now he's 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 in this project of reintegrating back into. Into Hollywood and, and being a, an A-list celebrity again. And he's got a big move. So remember he did the Moon Man where he came out and it was just his face. It wasn't him. The but VMAs, he, yeah. yeah, there was a video of him in the Moon Man's face and it was sort of a soft reintroduction of Johnny Depp. He made some sort of And he got one quips. of his... Um, his uh, who was the, the fragrance line that he was endorsing? Was it... Uh, oh, yeah, Dior. Dior. So yes. he's... He he's, had that. He's he lost it. He got it back again. These are soft launches though, right? Yeah. Uh, that's sort of Johnny Depp sort of... You know, a trial balloon, and it's I don't think it went well. Yeah, until he gets a big movie again. That's right. There were some cheers, by the way, at the movie awards, and some smattering of booze. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like that for Johnny Depp. Not everyone well, agrees with this. This is a, a an odd cosign for him to get. So he uh, is going to be featured at Rihanna's uh, Savage Fenty show. Yes, he, he's not walking the runway. They're doing a, a video uh, presentation with him that he'll be part of, and we we hear that Johnny was very excited to be part of it. Rihanna and her team were very excited to have him. Let me ask you a question. This is a no-brainer for Johnny Depp. Obviously, it's like, I get to be out there. You know, I'm yeah. Johnny Depp. I get to see if the world is ready for me. Why on earth would Rihanna want to attach herself to someone who is so radioactive? Uh, you know, I, she doesn't think, need this. But, but think She's of, super popular. No, but think of the specific thing. What, what is the problem people have with Johnny Depp, the people who have an issue with him? They think he's I a domestic he's abuser. Yeah. Who did Rihanna forgive? You didn't even think about this. I didn't think about it. So the, the Chris whole Brown, Chris Brown thing. But who is was, this who was the first person to forgive Chris Brown and go back and do a song with him? Rihanna. Yeah. Wow. She forgave him very quickly. I did. That did and not people, dawn on me. Because everybody, all the Chris Brown fans were saying, if she's not mad at him, if she forgave him, then why can't everybody else? But so and is now this, it is seems this, she's forgiven Johnny Depp. Is, is she, this Rihanna's project in life to to sort of you know she she strikes me as such abusers? a yeah she said well she strikes me as so, such a a powerful symbol of uh you know sort of feminine you know power i don't for lack of a better word why she, would she, she take this on as the project of like she, rehabilitating is, abusers because that is really feminine power she can do whatever she wants yeah she's not beholden to any idea or anything whatever she wants to do she does and that is power for good or bad yeah i i i, I personally you're right there's 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 an analogy there with what happened with chris brown that was a very personal thing for rihanna obviously and, and she was in the middle of that, it was directly in between those two, and she can have whatever sort of emotional response to it and, and deal with it however she likes. So, you know, she she was the the victim of that abuse, and if she chooses to forgive, good on her. That's 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 for her to to sort of manage. I think getting into the Johnny Depp world 
is strange. That is a that is an explanation, and I and I buy it. I don't think it's a good move personally. I think Rihanna could come out. Doesn't need to tie herself in any way to Johnny Depp. You know, yeah. this is a lot of upside for him, and maybe it does give her a little celebrity boost, but. People like Rihanna and Beyonce don't need a celebrity boost. They are so big. We have anticipated her reintroduction well, so much. That I she don't need Johnny Depp. I don't. She doesn't, and I don't think this really changes that. It's just he's his his. But t- well, trying to put all the controversy about it aside, his vibe, his whole weird kind of Johnny Depp vibe, kind of fits into her vibe. Yeah, they both have sort of a weirdo vibe. Like, I guess assume, just saying that none of the things with Amber Heard had ever happened. Johnny Depp was just Johnny Depp that we thought of 15, 20 years ago. It would make complete sense for him to be part of this. Yes. I guess and maybe so. she just looks at it as that. I guess I, I, I thought Johnny Depp, at, in the wake of this, would go more the way of, and I know it's very different, murder, double homicide, and, and, and defamation like are very OJ? different. I th- the way OJ was, he won his criminal trial, but he was still ostracized from, from celebrity culture. No one would bring OJ out to an event. Now, yes, the crime is considerably worse. I don't... And, and, yeah, okay, but, but, but even but even equal... Saying, who's setting, setting aside the difference of the crime, part of it is also... OJ was beloved as a football star yes. and a personality, but he was not going to mo- play football again. He wasn't going to, no, no matter what had happened. But he was a movie guy at that point. He had had some small roles in like Naked Gun. He wasn't mm-hmm. the star of those movies. Nobody was like, man, I really want a new OJ Simpson movie. That wouldn't right. have happened even if the murders hadn't happened. Sure. So he was always going to be kind of coasting on the football career. Yes. Johnny Depp, people still love him and he could still have an acting career. There's People want to see him again. Yeah, you're right. People are clamoring for it and... I, I personally quibble with her spending any of her goodwill with with people like Johnny Depp because to yeah. me at, at at the margins I like Rihanna but like if she's tying herself to Johnny Depp I could I, it, it turns me off a little bit. There's got to be other people like me who are like, why are you doing this, Rihanna? But, like, but does it really? I mean, won't care. But but does it really affect one way or the other how you feel? Because you weren't going to be buying Fenty products in the first place. You don't know how I smell. <laughs> Yes, I do. I'm right here. <laughs> and you don't I know do what's or... on underneath oh, all this sweater I'm... action. It could be some. some I don't want to know lingerie. what's under the sweater action there. Uh, uh, that'll uh... do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.